Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. Hello and welcome back to That's Joy, the podcast. I am your host, Cece Calbanero, and my goodness, I am so excited to be here today. It is a beautiful day to be alive. It's a beautiful year to be alive, and I cannot wait to talk about today's topic and today's episode. You guys, if you are new around here, if you have just found That's Joy, my name is Cece Calbanero. I'm born and raised in the beautiful Bay Area of California, and I recently moved to Nashville, Tennessee almost two years ago. May will be two years, so about a year and a half, but we're, we're creeping up on year two here, and I, I'm just really grateful. I am a grateful human being. There's so much that I am just seeing God do in and through my own life. And um, I am excited to, to be the host of That's Joy and to carry out this mission and vision of what God has so graciously downloaded um, for me to help him execute. And I, I can't wait to just unpack all of the things that we will talk about in season two. And I'm just here to talk about joy and to really redefine what joy looks like in our own lives. I think what gets me fired up most is realizing that a lot of people don't actually live and operate in their day-to-day lives with joy. And I, I want nothing more than to utilize my platform and my voice to share that joy isn't just for CC. Joy isn't just for Nashville, Tennessee. Joy is for you. Joy is for you. And I really, really hope that throughout all of the different episodes that you plug into here, that you will redefine what joy looks like in your life. And you will have the tools that help equip you with how you can access that joy every single day of your life. Now you might be wondering at this point and you might just being like, okay, this girl has a lot of coffee in her, in her (laughs) body right now. Do you hear that? Yeah, that's the iced coffee. You might be thinking that I have too much of it and I'm just overly happy. That's not it, friends. What you're coming here to find is what joy means. Joy is not happiness. Joy is something that is so beyond Cece. It's so beyond you. It's actually a gift from God. And, um, I don't want this to be a joy versus happiness episode because we already have one of those in season one. We may talk about it a couple episodes down the line, but today, friends, today we are talking about how to make 2023 your best year yet. How in the world do we make 2023 our best year yet? 
Now, before we dive into that, I am not getting rid of this very special piece that just so happens to be some of your guys' favorite parts of our episodes, and that is joyful noise. Joyful noise is something that I thought of before I launched That's Joy. It was something that I was prayerfully, prayerfully, prayerfully considering. And I really thought about all of the different news articles and things that we find on social media and how much of it can really be toxic to our minds and to our hearts. And I thought about good news, like good news movement. You know, you know what I mean, the good news that we see on every single social media platform, um, or hopefully even on our television screens too. I just realized, and I came to find as I was praying over what that joy was going to be, that there wasn't quite enough of it. Like we could absolutely be doing and showcasing a lot more of it. Because in my opinion, I think that there just might be more good news out there than there is bad news out there. But we just don't see it enough. So... Why joyful noise? Well, joyful noise on the top of every single That's Joy episode is going to be our opportunity to share what good news is happening in the world. So friends, what does that mean for you? It means that if you have something good, like if you hear of something good that happens in your church, in your family, in in your community, that you're like, I can't believe that happened. Will you do me the biggest favor and share that exact thing with me? Like, I want to hear it. I want to know what good news is happening in and through our community and begin to share those very stories right here so that it may reach you too. And um, today's joyful noise is actually really special to me. I went through the car wash a little bit ago and I got this car wash membership. It's like 20 bucks a month and it brings me so much joy and happiness going to the car wash every week um, because I just love like that routine that I've created for myself. I love a clean car. I think it helps you just like a clean space does really set your week and your mind straight. Um, you know what they say too, whatever is happening on the outward is often what's happening in the inward. So I just want to make sure that I am stewarding my things well and one of that things one of those things just happens to be my car and so I love getting a car wash now anyhow it's one of those car washes where you pull through you make sure that you put yourself in neutral and pray that your wheels line up in this like little itty bitty line of a little conveyor belt that pushes your car through I don't know about y'all I don't really have anxiety but going in that exact little spot where I'm like okay I hope my wheels are in here always puts me a little bit on edge I don't know if I'm the only one there sidebar anyhow right when you get out of it there's all of these vacuums and whatnot so I go and vacuum my car and there's an older woman next to me she probably is in her 60s or 70s and I realize that she's kind of staring at me it's at her and her husband and um she's like staring at me a bit but I keep doing my thing and then she comes up to me and she's like I really love your leggings And I was like, that is so sweet. She's like, where'd you get them from and how much are they? And so I was like, they're Spanx. I think they're like 98 bucks retail, but I got them for sale when they had like their Black Friday sale or something. She was like, $98. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of pricey, huh? And so we end up like laughing about the leggings and we end up talking a little bit. And 
we are talking a little bit and then washing our cars and then we go back to talking a little bit and I'm not even there for that long y'all it had to be like 12 minutes or something like 12 to 15 minutes I was trying to skedaddle out of there quickly because I had other things to get to but anyhow one of my best friends gave me this awesome journal and it's basically a journal of gratitude and joy letters and so you pull each of one of the pages out and the idea is that you give it to someone else so it has this really cute saying on it that says you made today special or you brought me a lot of joy today and then it'll actually pair it with scripture I love it so much it's such a good gift for me and it's something that I now keep in my car and so I just put it in my car that morning and I was like I need to bring this today and as I was talking to her name is Vicky if she ever finds this episode God bless her um But as she was talking to me, I thought about the notebook and I was like, I need to run in my car and grab her a note and pull it out and bless her with it. And really, I was looking for more cash because I wanted to give her some money to get these leggings because I'm like, that would be such a cool way to bless her. I'm not a big cash girly, so I didn't have any on me, but I knew that I still wanted to bless her with this note. So I pull one out, give it to her, and she is just so taken back. And she's like, I... I think she said something along the lines of, so you know God? And I was like, yes, I do. She was like, what church do you go to? And I was like, I go to the Belonging Co. It's not too far from here. You should totally check it out. And she was like, oh, I never heard of it. And I was like, yeah, if you ever go, um, just give it a shot and hopefully I'll see you there. And she was like, thank you so much for this, sweetie. You have a really sweet spirit. And I was like, you, Vicky, have a really sweet spirit too. And you totally made my day. Thank you so much for sharing that compliment with me. And I want to share this as the joyful noise of the week because I think so often we discount how these small little gestures, something as small as complimenting a stranger's pair of leggings can really go beyond what you will ever see. And so often we think up these things that we want to do for others. These We think up these compliments in our minds where we see someone in passing and we're like, wow, their eyes are beautiful or wow, look at her hair. I love how curly it is. Like we have these thoughts, yet we don't open up our mouths to share it. I am guilty of this. And I want Vicky to be our inspiration for sparking kindness, not only in this season, but for a lifetime. Like I want to kick off every single day with the intention of how can I compliment a stranger today? And you know what, friends? Sometimes it doesn't even look like the strangers who need our compliments. It's the people that we love most in our lives that also need the compliments. People need to hear your voice. They need to hear your love. And I think that that is something that we need to be reminded of because so often we have these things that are happening in our minds, but we just aren't sharing it. So let's allow Vicky to not only be our joyful noise of the week, but our inspiration to open up our hearts and share the good things. Now, I am so excited, like I said, to dive into today's episode on how we can make this year the best one yet. And Mike Todd shared this quote a few years ago. I think it was during COVID, if I'm being honest. A good friend of mine would watch his sermons um, during the peak of COVID when Transformation Church was really taken off, but he shared a one-liner. And he said this one-liner that is, your best year yet will be your most spiritual year yet. 
and there's a lot of scripture to back this up, right? I just want, I want to put this first because I think it's so important that we talk about it first. Like our relationship with God, putting our relationship with God first is going to be the biggest goal that we should have this year. Why? Because when that is first, everything else lines up. And I want us to get better at praying about our goals and praying into the desires of our hearts and praying for the people that we love. And I want to share a handful of scripture that backs up the importance of prayer and and how it can really impact our years. Because I think there, there are many podcasts that we can listen to right now, especially in the month of January, that talk all about how you can line up your goals and your task list and all of that, which by the way, I absolutely agree with and I want to talk about at the end of this episode but there's a reason why I'm not talking about it first because first needs to come God and first needs to come Jesus and when that is in order it all lines up there's a scripture in Mark that says therefore I tell you whatever you ask in prayer believe that you have received it and it will be yours there's scripture in Matthew 21, 22, that says, and whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. And there's another one here. This one is pulled from James, James five. It says, is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well, and the Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess of your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is a powerful and effective. I'm going to read that part again. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its crops. Friends, that is so beautiful. And isn't it so crazy to have that type of faith? I want to have that type of faith this year, friends. I want to have a faith that is a crazy faith. Like, holy moly, when people hear the things I'm believing for, I hope that they would be like, what? Huh? And then realize who I put first and say, oh, it makes sense. She believes in that my God, Jesus Christ, it I will answer these prayers. And it's not to say, friends, that you sit here and you pray to win a lottery ticket and that's what's going to happen. I am not saying that all at all. And I do not want you to get confused in what I am saying. But I just believe that right now in today's age, we find ourselves in a sea of being surrounded around a lot of believers who lack belief. 
I'm just going to say it. And I want to say that to stir something in your own heart. Maybe there are things that you used to believe for, but then you were disappointed because they didn't line up and didn't become pictured as you had pictured it. Friends, God's not done yet. He's not done yet. Just because it didn't turn out the way that you pictured it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen or come into fruition in a totally different way. In fact, most cases, when things shake out not in our ways, it ends up being even better than what we even pictured for ourselves. Better. So if you always know that God is a better than God, he's going to do better than anything that we could ever ask, think, or imagine, then how do we have the faith and pray into the things boldly, knowing that if it's not that exact thing that shakes out, I know and I trust and I believe that it will be better. I, I, I just love that so much that Elijah, it says Elijah was a human being. Just as we are, he prayed earnestly that it wouldn't rain and it didn't rain on the land for three and a half years to have that level of faith that says, you know what, God, I'm believing it's not going to rain for three years. Like that level of faith for, for your own life. What are the things that you stop believing in? I want, I want to light it back up this year. I want you to get stirred to believe for that again this year. And I want you to approach it this year with a different heart posture, a heart posture that says, God, because I'm making this my most spiritual year yet, I know that no matter what happens at the end of this, I trust you, I believe in you, and I know you are always working things for my good and your glory. And I am praying for this, not but. So often I think we use the word but and we're like, I, I love this and I love that but. I, I want to do this and I want to do that but. No, no, no. What I'm referring to right now is an and. I know and believe all these things to be true. And I am believing that you, God, will heal my mother, will heal that relationship, will heal that aspect of my business. Like really be able to have the boldness and the faith to speak those words because scripture tells us that that's what we're called to do we're called to believe and he says that right in matthew it says it whatever you ask in prayer whatever you ask in prayer you will receive if you have faith now is it according to his will now that's a whole other topic, right? There are some things that we pray that aren't in accordance with God's will. What does that mean? It means maybe it wasn't a part of God's plan for you to have that specific job. Maybe it wasn't a part of God's plan for you to be in that relationship. Maybe it wasn't a part of God's plan for for you to see that individual really live out that full healing on this side of earth. And that's a harder one, and that is a far heavier one. But maybe it was God's plan to bring them home to be with Jesus. Maybe it was God's plan for him to shut that door so they can meet this next person. And maybe it was God's plan that you didn't get that promotion so that he can lead you and open that other door that was going to be even more than what you even thought it was going to be financially, community aspects, like there's just so many different things that God's doing behind the scenes, y'all, just behind the curtains of our lives. 
our very own lives. I'm sitting in this studio right now and there's these giant red curtains and I just imagine I'm sitting here recording at the top of season two in real time, reaching you. And yet on the other side of this curtain remains season three. And I'm praying for season four and I'm praying for a season five. And I don't know everything that lives beyond this curtain, friends, but what I do know and do believe is that God's calling me to do this today. It's reaching people today and it is a good thing. And I thank God for it. Now, are there other things on the side of this curtain that I'm looking at right now that I'm not sure of? Absolutely. There's so much. And you know what's right in between this this fabric piece right now is layers of fear, layers of doubt, things that are trying to get in the way and block me of even seeing what's on the other side even more. But as we pray, friends, oh, I just had this visual. As we pray, I think what ends up happening is that this curtain gets pulled back little by little. And we're able to see in the spirit, we're able to have a vision to see what's actually on the other side of the curtain. And when we get prayerful, when we are in the word and when we are putting God first, I think and I believe that we get access to see a bit more of God's will for our lives. And then we become even more bold in our prayers over those things, knowing very well that God was the one that downloaded those heart, those thoughts and those desires in our hearts. Now, if you have been here for even the smallest amount of time on season one of That's Joy, then you know that I am a person who believes that God not only calls us to have faith, but he also calls us to take action. And I found scripture this time around that focuses on exactly that thought. And it is also in the book of James, which mind you, um, this podcast is so much rooted in James one, which is counted all as joy. But right now I'm focusing on James chapter two, verses 14 to 17. Um, and it says this, what good is it? My brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith, but has no deeds, can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If no one, if one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Hold on, we need to hear that last part back. If it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Friends, we're called to take action. So this year, as we put God first, as we make this year our most spiritual year yet and pair this with action, that is the exact equation that's going to add up to it being our best year yet. And I want you to know that. What are those things that we're going to take action on this year? Now, I think as we think about that, as we think about all of the different things that we want to take action on, I feel like a lot of people who plug into That's Joy, y'all are dreamers. I think you find this episode and you find this this podcast show and you're like, man, I feel like I, I get 
fired up after listening to every episode and I want to do more and be more so that I can give more and bless more and I want to walk in accordance to God's will for my life because I know that when I'm doing that heaven is at my back and and if that's you we lock arms okay and this is the year that it will be your best year yet and I'm believing that for you and friend while we are dreamers we must change the focus from it being on everything to focusing and really nailing it in on a couple of things and one of the books that I really encourage everyone to read especially if you are a dreamer if you have goals ambitions in your life it is reading Atomic Habits by James Clear I read this book I believe at the top of last year if not the year before that and it has still stuck with me. There are so many concepts in this book, y'all, that give practical tips and advice on things that you could do today to help change aspects of your life. And it is like literally a toolbox, you guys, like a toolbox that you have access to with things that you can do tomorrow. And one of the quotes that James Clear shares is if we focus on just getting 1%, just 1% better every single day for one year, we'll end up being 37% better by the time we're done. Isn't that incredible? By January 2024, if we just focused on getting 1% better every single day, we're going to be 37% better altogether as a human. I mean, come on. And friends, I want to share this too because I have lived this out over the last year. If you haven't listened to the episode with Reagan Davis on season one, please go listen to that because so much of the practical steps that I took were embedded in that very episode. I do want I do want to brush over what what this looks like though like for for you in this year and if we just focused on getting one percent better every single day what are what are some things that we could focus on what does that look like you might just be thinking right now okay CC we get it we got to make the change we got to have faith and we got to take action but what does that look like well one year for me it looked like making my bed every single morning I saw a video that you may have seen if not you should totally look it up on YouTube but it was talking about um, a man in the military deciding to make his bed every single day and by doing that very small gesture it created a victory for him first thing before anything else happened in his day and I think that's freaking awesome because it'll translate and literally bleed into every other aspect of any challenge that he walks through throughout the day because he won that first thing he's going to continue to walk into every scenario that he has in that day with the victory mindset with the winning mindset and I think we can have that same ability to do that too so for one year it looked like making my bed every single morning because red alert I'm not perfect there were many years where I didn't make my bed every morning so I had to choose this one year that that I was going to be a person who made their bed every morning another year it looked like me giving up soda for Lent one year I like I told you guys in season one I grew up Catholic I my mom's one of 11 my dad's one of five and we come from a really big Catholic family in one year, I decided to give up soda for 40 days. That ended up turning into a lifetime. I don't drink soda anymore. Another year, it looked like moving my body for 30 minutes a day. And it wasn't any crazy workouts. It just was getting steps in, moving, breaking a little bit of a sweat. And now I can't imagine going weeks on end without a workout. Red alert, I used to not 
work out every single day. In fact, there were seasons and years in my life where I would go a couple of weeks without working out. And it's just crazy how much you can grow into something because now I can't imagine even doing that. Another year, it looked like me opening up a devotional book for the very first time. Shout out to Jesus Calling by Sarah Young, I believe. That was the very first devotional book that I began to read. And really, it helped me get to a place where I knew that I wanted wanted to grow my faith and I knew that I wanted to lean in with God, but it gave me something like bite size to work with. And it felt like it was small enough for me to actually be consistent at. And so I did that for one year. Another year, it looked like journaling for the first time consistently, like really talking about all of the different God moments that happen day to day and to be prayerful in a journal, writing it all out, the things that I am hoping for and praying for. Um, And that was another year. And last year, it looked like partnering with a nutrition coach who helped me form even more habits. I'm telling you, all of these different things, it may sound like a lot, and you may be in a boat where you're sitting and you're like, oh, I'm a little discouraged because I want to do all of those because right now I do none of those. And I want to say, I see you, I hear you, and there was a day where I was in your exact seat, and I've come to be on the other side of it. Why? Because I, did I focus on doing all of those things in one year at once? No, I had to be particular. You know the quote that says, if everything is important, then nothing is important. It's so true, friends. We must create a vision for ourselves and then focus on the things that we actually can control today. And don't make it everything. Make it a few and then habit stack. And that's what this book talks about. It talks about creating a habit and say you choose one of the seven or so things that I just talked about that you want to run with this month. Do it this month. Do it for more than 30 days. They think they say it takes 21 days to build a habit. Set that timeline for yourself. Do just one. And then after you nail that one down, then add another. And, and just be so focused on making sure that you're not having your eyes on everything. Just have your eyes focused on just a few and you will see progress in your life. Also, I don't know who this is for, but we need to change our perspective. We need to change our perspective from I have to make my bed every morning to I get to make my bed every morning. I have to work out today to I get to work out today. I have to drink water today and hit my water goal. I get to drink water today that is clean and fuels my body. Friends, we have to decide that this is the year where we change our perspective and we get rid of the word have to and we lean in the word get to. I posted this on my Instagram and I'm so freaking passionate about this because I think that when we live from a place of gratitude, our lives change. Like we become just that much more grateful to see and experience all of the things that we get to do rather than have to do. You don't have to go to work tomorrow. You really don't. No one's forcing you. But what will happen? Your bills won't get paid. You won't be able to afford food. You might get evicted, right? Those are the things that will happen. But what, instead of saying like, I have to go to work, what if it was I get to go to work because I get to pay these bills through the funds that I receive and get to live in this home that I love and get to sleep in a warm bed with a heater on? What if that was our perspective this year? 
I want us to change it, friends. Let's change it this year. A couple habits that are just tactical, small, easy things that I also started doing in this last year. Again, don't focus on all of these, but if there's one that really shines and out to you, then then run with that. But one of them is sleeping with my phone outside of my bedroom. I now sleep with my phone in the kitchen and I use my hatch alarm, which major shout out, prayerful that uh, we will have a collab with them someday in Jesus name. Come on. Um, but it's this alarm clock. That's really awesome. Look it up on Amazon and see all of the different things that it does, but it has helped me tons. I also, because my phone is outside, get my quiet time in before I'm checking my phone and notifications and even opening up social media apps. I'm reading the Bible. I'm reading whatever book I'm reading and I'm journaling, drinking my coffee and my water before this takes place. Another thing that I started doing over the last year is getting my steps and workout in and high protein breakfast in before I start work. I don't know about you, but I was under eating on protein and the amount of grams of protein that I should be having every day by a ton. So if you don't know what that is, I would highly recommend reaching out to a nutrition coach. Um, You can reach out to Reagan Davis, who is on my show. You could also reach out to Jonathan Lutz on Instagram, who is my boyfriend, and he is a nutrition coach as well. So um, do that and know what goal you're reaching with that. Another thing that I did was pre-plan my meals for the day at the top of the day and drank my water. And so um, what that looked like was going into my fitness pal and setting out, okay, what am I going to eat today? I don't know about you, but I love like the creative freedom of being open to whatever I am going to consume that day. And so I don't like eating the same thing every single day, but I do love a plan because the plan helps me hit my protein goal, hit the carb goal and hit the fat goal. And, um, I love fitness and wellness and just feeling your best so that you can show up your best. And so that is something that has helped me tons. I also know that when I'm drinking more water, there's so many benefits to that, that you need to just look up for yourself. I just feel better altogether. So drink your water. I also had a coach while I, that helped me implement all of these. So if you've never considered even doing that, I cannot recommend that enough. Now, my word for 2023 is build, and it is build for many reasons, um, and I might share that on its own episode, but to me, um, this is the year that I'm putting my head down, and I am building infrastructure and things that I have been wanting to build um, for a couple years now, and that's being more intentional and attentive to that joy and building that well now that the foundation is laid and building my social media business well now that the foundation is laid and building into my new relationship well now that the foundation is laid. And I just, I want you to think about and pray over what word God wants you to focus on this year because all of what I have shared today all of it. There's so many different nuggets, right? But build helps me encompass all of it. Cause now when I look at every single aspect of my life, if we think about the wheel of life, build is highlighted over that, right? And so I don't know what your word is for, for you. Um, I posted on my stories a couple 
days ago and y'all had some incredible words come in, but ask your friends around you, hey, what's your word of the year? Do you want to pick words together and be accountable together? Um, We're just better together, you guys. I want nothing more than for 2023 to be your best year yet. And I know from personal experience that that only happens when it's your most spiritual year yet. So put God first this year and let's do the work. Friends, text me what you loved most about this episode and what you also want to hear in season two, and maybe even some special guests that you would love to hear on the show as well. You can text me to the number in the show notes, and that is 615-813-4813. You can follow me on social at C-C-A-L-B-O-N-E-R-O on Instagram and on TikTok, and you can follow That's Joy, the podcast on Instagram and TikTok as well. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave leave a review on that joy friends it goes miles and miles but beyond what you can even think when you do those small little things seriously thank you for every review you left in season one i can't wait to continue to read and share all of the reviews that you write in season two so thank you thank you thank you times a million for doing that I'll never leave an episode on that joy without saying if you have even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe or if you've already been saved but you aren't really free, I want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty with me and so many others. I'm telling you, there's an abundance here. There is an overflow here and there is so much joy to be had here. I'm here to tell you that he is for you. God is for you. All you have to do is invite him into your heart right now. He's waiting for you. He wants to meet with you. And friend, I am so proud of you. If you just made this decision, I'd love to know you. Shoot me a text to the number in the show notes so I could pray for you. I love you and God loves you. And until next time, I'll chat with you next time. Thank you so much for being here.